Hello friends, Kathy here. Today we will be reading Genesis 21 through 24. We will also read from the workbook and the titles we will be reading about are as follows. The birth of Isaac, God protects Hagar and Ishmael, a treaty with Abimelech, the sacrifice of Isaac, Sarah's death and burial, and Isaac and Rebekah. Chapter 21, verse 1. The Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did to Sarah as he had promised. And Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the time of which God had spoken to him. Abraham called the name of his son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore him, Isaac. And Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, God had made laughter for me. Everyone who hears will laugh over me. And she said, Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. Verse 8, And the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on the day that Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw the son of Hagar the Egyptian, whom she had borne to Abraham, laughing. So she said to Abraham, Cast out this slave woman with her son, for the son of this slave woman shall not be heir with my son Isaac. And the thing was very displeasing to Abraham on account of his son. But God said to Abraham, Be not displeased because of the boy and because of your slave woman. Whatever Sarah says to you, do as she tells you, for through Isaac shall your offspring be named. And I will make a nation of the son of the slave woman also, because he is your offspring. So Abraham rose early in the morning and took bread and a skin of water and gave it to Hagar, putting it on her shoulder along with the child, and sent her away. And she departed and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. Verse 15. When the water in the skin was gone, she put the child under one of the bushes. Then she went and sat down opposite him a good way off, about the distance of a bowshot, for she said, Let me not look on the death of the child. And as she sat opposite him, she lifted up her voice and wept. And God heard the voice of the boy. And the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven and said to her, What troubles you, Hagar? Fear not, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he is. Up, lift up the boy and hold him fast with your hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. And she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy, and he grew up. He lived in the wilderness and became an expert with the bow. He lived in the wilderness of Paran, and his mother took a wife for him from the land of Egypt. Verse 22. At that time Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me here by God that you will not deal falsely with me, or with my descendants, or with my prosperity. But as I have dealt kindly with you, so you will deal with me and with the land where you have sojourned. And Abraham said, I will swear. When Abraham reproved Abimelech about a well of water, 
that Album X servants had seized. Album X said, I do not know who has done this thing. You did not tell me, and I have not heard of it until today. So Abraham took sheep and oxen and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a covenant. Abraham set seven ewe lambs of the flock apart, and Abimelech said to Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs that you have set apart? He said, These seven ewe lambs you will take from my hand, that this may be a witness for me that I dug this well. Therefore that place was called Beersheba, because there both of them swore an oath. So they made a covenant at Beersheba. Then Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, rose up and returned to the land of Philistines. Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba and called there on the name of the Lord, the everlasting God. And Abraham sojourned many days in the land of the Philistines. Chapter 22, verse 1. After these things, God tested Abraham and said to him, Abraham, and he said, Here I am, he said. Take your son, your only son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah, and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. Verse 3. So Abraham rose early in the morning, saddled his donkey, and took two of his young men with him, and his son Isaac. And he cut the wood for the burnt offering, and arose, and went to the place of which God had told him. On the third day Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place from afar. Then Abraham said to his young men, Stay here with the donkey. I and the boy will go over there and worship, and come again to you. And Abraham took the wood of the burnt offering, and laid it on Isaac his son. And he took his hand the fire and the knife. So they went both of them together, and Isaac said to his father Abraham, My father, and he said, Here I am, my son. He said, Behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abraham said, God will provide for himself the lamb for a burnt offering, my son. So they went both of them together. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abraham built the altar there and laid the wood in order, and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Then Abraham reached out his hand and took the knife to slaughter his son. Verse 11 But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, Here I am, he said. Do not lay your hand on the boy or do anything to him, for now I know that you fear God, seeing you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. And Abraham lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, behind him was a ram, caught in a thicket by his thorns. And Abraham went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abraham called the name of that place the Lord will provide, as it is said to that this day on the mount of the Lord it shall be provided. Verse 15 And the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son. I will surely bless you and I will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies. 
and in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. So Abraham returned to his young men, and they arose and went together to Beersheba, and Abraham lived at Beersheba. Verse 20. Now after these things it was told to Abraham, Behold, Melchah also has borne children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Buz his brother, Kimiel the father of Aram, Sesed, Hezu, Pildash, Jilaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel fathered Rebekah. These eight Melchah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was Rumah, Bortiba, Gaham, Tahash, and Makkah. Chapter 23, verse 1. Sarah lived 127 years. These were the years of the life of Sarah. And Sarah died at Kiratharba, that is Hebron, in the land of Canaan. And Abraham went in to mourn for Sarah and to weep for her. Verse 3. And Abraham rose up from before his dead and said to the Hittites, I am a sojourner and a foreigner among you. Give me property among you for a burying place, that I may bury my dead out of my sight. The Hittites answered Abraham, Hear us, my lord, you are a prince of God among us. Bury your dead in the choicest of your, our tombs. None of us will withhold from you his tomb to hinder you from burying your dead. Abraham rose and bowed to the Hittites, the people of the land. And he said to them, If you are willing that I should bury my dead out of my sight, hear me and entreat me for Ephron, the son of Zohar that he may give me the cave of Machpelah, which he owns. It is at the end of the field. For the full price, I let him give it to me in your presence as property for a burying place. Now Ephron was sitting among the Hittites, and Ephron the Hittite answered Abraham in the hearing of the Hittites, of all who went in at the gate of his city. No, my lord, hear me, I give you the field, and I give you the cave that is in it. In the sight of the sons of my people, I give it to you. Bury your dead. Then Abraham bowed down before the people of the land, and he said to Ephron in the hearing of the people of the land, But if you will hear me, I give the price of the field. Accept it from me, that I may bury my dead there. Ephron answered, Abraham, My lord, Listen to me, a piece of land worth four hundred shekels of silver. What is that between you and me? Bury your dead. Verse 16. Abraham listened to Ephron, and Abraham weighed out for Ephron the silver that he had named in the hearing of the Hittites, four hundred shekels of silver, according to the weights current among the merchant. So the field of Ephron and Machpelah which was to the east of Memory, the field with the cave that was in it, and all the trees that were in the field. Throughout its whole area was made over to Abraham as a possession in the presence of the Hittites, before all who went in at the gate of his city. After this, Abraham buried Sarah his wife in the cave of the field of Machpelah, east of Memory, that is Ebron, in the land of Canaan. The field and the cave that is in it were made over to Abraham as property for bearing place by the Hittites. Chapter 24, verse 1. Now Abraham was old, well advanced in years, 
And the Lord had blessed Abraham in all things. And Abraham said to his servant, the oldest of his household, who had charge of all that he had, Put your hand under my thigh, that I may make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and God of the earth, that you will not take a wife from my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, among whom I dwell, but will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, Perhaps the woman may not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I then take your son back to the land from which you came? Abraham said to him, See to it that you do not take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred, and who spoke to me and swore to me, To your offspring I will give this land. He will send his angel before you, and you shall take a wife for my son from there. But if the woman is not willing to follow, then you will be free from this oath of mine, only you must not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. Verse 10 Then the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master. And he arose and went to Mesopotamia, to the city of Nahor, and he made the camels kneel down outside the city by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when women go out to draw water. And he said, O Lord, God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water, and the daughters of the men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let the young woman to whom I shall say, Please let down your jar, that I may drink. And who shall say, Drink, and I will water your camels. Let her be the one woman whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulders. The young woman was very attractive in appearance, a maiden whom no man had known. She went down to the spring and filled her jar and came up. Then the servant ran to meet her and said, Please give me a little water to drink from your jar. She said, Drink, my lord and she quickly let down her jar upon her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels also until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough and ran again to the well to draw water, and she drew for all his camels. The man gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. When the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing half shekel and two bracelets for her arms weighing ten gold shekels, and said, Please tell me whose daughter you are. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She said to him, I am the daughter of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, whom she bore to Nahor. She added, We have plenty of both straw and fodder and room to spend the night. The man bowed his head and worshipped the Lord, 
and said, Blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsmen. Then the young woman ran and told her mother's household about these things. Verse 29, Rebekah had a brother whose name was Laban. Laban ran out toward the man to the spring as soon as he saw the ring and the bracelets on his sister's arms and heard the words of Rebekah, his sister. Thus the man spoke to me. He went to the man, and behold, he was standing by the camels at the spring. He said, Come in, O blessed of the Lord. Why do you stand outside? For I have prepared the house and a place for the camels. So the man came to the house and unharnessed the camels and gave straw and fodder to the camels. And there was water to wash his feet and the feet of the men who were with him. Then food was set before him to eat. But he said, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. He said, Speak on. Verse 34, So he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord has greatly blessed my master, and he has become great. He has given him flocks and herds, silver and gold, male servants and female servants, camels and donkeys. And Sarah, my master's wife, bore a son to my master when she was old, and to him he has given all that he has. My master made me swear, saying, You shall not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites, in whose land I dwell. Verse 38 but you shall go to my father's house and to my clan and take a wife for my son. I said to my master, Perhaps the woman will not follow me. But he said to me, The Lord before whom I have walked will send his angel with you and prosper your way. You shall take a wife from my son, from my clan, and from my father's house. Then you will be free from my oath when you come to my clan. And if they will not give her to you, you will be free from my oath. Verse 42, I came today to the spring and said, O Lord, the God of my master Abraham, if now you are prospering the way that I go, behold, I am standing by the spring of water. Let the virgin who comes out to draw water, to whom I shall say, Please give me a little water from your jar to drink, and who will say to me, Drink, and I will draw water for your camels also. Let her be the woman whom the Lord has appointed for my master's son. Verse 45. Before I had finished speaking in my heart, behold, Rebekah came out with her water jar on her shoulder, and she went down to the spring and drew water. I said to her, Please let me drink. She quickly let down her jar from her shoulder and said, Drink, and I will give your camels drink also. So I drank, and she gave the camels drink also. Verse 47, Then I asked her, Whose daughter are you? She said, The daughter of Bethel, Nahor's son, whom Milcah bore to him. So I put the ring on her nose and the bracelets on her arms. Then I bowed my head and worshipped the Lord and blessed the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who had led me by the right way to take the daughter of my master's kinsman for his son. Now then, if you are going to show steadfast love and faithfulness to my master, tell me, and if not, tell me, that I may turn to the right hand or to the left. 
Verse 50. Then Laban and Bethuel answered and said, The thing has come from the Lord. We cannot speak to you bad or good. Behold, Rebekah is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken. When Abraham's servant heard their words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord, and the servant brought out jewelry of silver and of gold and garments, and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave to her brother and to her mother costly ornaments. Verse 54, And he and the men who were with him ate and drank, and they spent the night there. When they arose in the morning, he said, Send me away to my master. Her brother and her mother said, Let the young woman remain with us a while, at least ten days after that she may go. Verse 56, But he said to them, Do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. They said, Let us call the young woman and ask her. And they called Rebekah and said to her, Will you go with this man? She said, I will go. So they sent away Rebekah, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men. Verse 60, And they blessed Rebekah and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your offspring possess the gate of those who hate him. Then Rebekah and her young women arose, and rode on the camels, and followed the man. Thus the servant took Rebekah and went his way. Verse 62, Now Isaac had returned from Bir Laharoi, and was dwelling in the Najeb. And Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, there were camels coming. Verse 64, And Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master, so she took her veil and covered herself, and the servant told Isaac all the, the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into the tent of Sarah, his mother, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife, and he loved her. So Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Okay, well, we are going to read from the workbook now, pages 20 and the first half of 21. The covenant that God makes with Abraham is another promissory covenant, similar to the one with Noah. Covenants weren't just verbal. They were an event. To cut a promissory covenant meant that you began by cutting an animal in half and laying the two sides out facing each other. Both parties would then walk in between the animals doing a figure eight. They would cut their hand with a dirty rock and shake on it making it a blood covenant and leaving a scar of remembrance. Each of the participants would have a group of family and friends on opposite sides as witnesses to what was being done. It would conclude with a major celebration between the two groups as they were now one family. When God made this covenant with Abram, God knew that Abram couldn't fulfill it, but his son would one day be able to. Therefore, God completed the covenant for us so that we can just receive the free gift and be included in the family without having to work for it. What are your thoughts on this whole process? Kind of strange, right? 
In chapters 16 and 21, we learn about the births of Isaac and Ishmael, both born of different women, and the birth of Ishmael went against the promise of God that he would provide a child to Sarah in her old age. Since Abraham was still the father, God promised to bless Ishmael and provide his descendants with many nations. That's how God works. He is faithful in his promises even when his children mess up. In modern day, Ishmael is the father of the Arab nations. And the first question, what do you observe in the news regarding Arab nations and Israel today? There is a lot going on with those those countries over there nowadays. So I can see a whole lot of sin happening. That's what I see. Okay, God promised Abraham. I'm sorry. God promised Abraham that his son was going to be great. But now God is telling Abraham to offer Isaac as a sacrifice. Think of how that would mess with Abraham's head. And think of how that would mess with Isaac's head. Isaac wasn't a little boy like he was portrayed in so many instances. He was actually a grown man in his 30s. Not only did Abraham have to have great faith, but Isaac had to have even more. So the next question, why were Abraham and Isaac willing to follow through with God's request? And you can get the answer in Genesis 22, 5. Okay, let's move on. The story of Jacob and Esau shows us brotherly rivalry and how serious they considered inheritances to be. Esau chose immediate enjoyment over future blessing. Now, can you think of a time when you settle for immediate enjoyment over future blessings? And why? I know I did. Of course, that was when I was a teenager and thought I knew it all. Um, and I, w I wanted things now and I didn't have the patience. And well, having kids gave, get, it made me have patience. <laughs> Anyways, um, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us and we will see you tomorrow.